Hello everyone. Today I wanted to talk about non-scale ways to track your progress. I don't know about you, but I feel like so many of us personally get so caught up on the scale and put so much value on the number that we see when we step on there that it can really devalue all the work we're putting in and make us feel kind of like we're failing. And I think that when it comes to health and fitness, that is tough enough as it is that to put kind of all our eggs in one basket with regards to how we assess progress isn't necessarily the best approach. And personally, I'm someone who has actually gained weight since starting my fat loss or weight loss journey. And the thing is, me gaining weight isn't a true reflection of how my body has changed. If all I focus on is the number on the scale, well, then I'm really missing the big picture because I am healthier, I am stronger, I have more muscle mass, I have less body fat, I have a great relationship with food, I no longer feel restricted, I no longer feel like I'm constantly dieting, and all of those are, for me personally, much better indications of true progress than what the number on the scale says. And so this is why I think it's really important that if you are someone who is struggling to see progress or see the number on the scale change to state to take a step back and to reassess and rethink if there's another way that you can really reflect on your progress and all the efforts you're making. And so some of my favorite ways to track progress beyond the scale would be like strength gains, for example, because as someone who enjoys going to the gym, who enjoys lifting, it's really nice to be able to go, Hey, you know what? That actually felt a little bit light for my 10 reps. I think I'm going to get, you know, the 15s. Oh, wow. I was able to do it. That's incredible. That's progress. That's change. And that's something that you can track at the gym and see, you know, even if it's something that you're working at at home. Hey, before I was only able to do one push up, now I can do two. That's incredible. That is actual <laughs> progress. And that we, the fact that we kind of negate that and ignore that, I was like, oh, come on, guys, that's incredible. So, really take time to appreciate that. Another really, really important way of tracking progress, and this is one where If someone is kind of new to health and fitness and they start resistance training and they start paying attention to their nutrition, how your clothes fit is a great indicator. I have had clients whose weight changes really, I'd say maybe two and a half, three pounds, but the number of like inches they've lost on their body is significant because they're working on their body recomposition. So they're losing fat and they are building muscle. And especially when you're new to resistance training and weightlifting, you kind of have those newbie gains, which is really exciting. And you get to see a little bit more progress than, you know, when you've been doing it for longer. Um, And so that's really exciting. And that's something where you're like, okay, if the scale says I've gone up five pounds, but my pants fit better or they're too big, why are you ignoring that progress? Why is the number on the scale so important when you know physically that progress and change is happening? And I ask this and I kind of want, you know, want these questions going through your head because I understand, I understand how mentally hard it is. And that is something I'll talk about in a moment, but 
there's lots of different ways to track your progress. And I think getting stuck on just a scale is not doing you any favors. I literally would recommend using multiple ways of tracking your progress. So the, another one would be like improvements in your health. I have a lot of people who come to me and they're like, oh, you know, I'm on medication for this, blah, blah, blah. My doctor says, you know, and once they actually are able to lose some weight and achieve a healthy weight, a lot of times people are able to get off medications because their health issues were related to um, being overweight or challenges like that. And I'm talking about people who are actually struggling with their weight and have to lose weight for their overall health and well-being. I'm not talking about someone who's trying to, you know, lose the last five pounds. I'm talking about long-term um, weight loss for overall health. And that can definitely be really impactful in a really important way. I mean, I've had people come to me and say, the doctor said I might not make it around to see my daughter grow up. Let that sink in for a second. If you're able to lose weight, to get off medication, to be a healthier human for those around you, it doesn't matter what the scale says. If you see those changes happening and you see, you know, the results of your hard work, embrace that. Really, really think about your achievements and how significant that is to your overall life and quality of life. So another one that I always ask clients to do is measurements. And I think measurements is an important one for some of us. Once again, not all of us, but the reason I say this is because sometimes we go, oh, I'm not seeing changes or I took photos and I'm not seeing changes. I took photos last Monday and now it's a new week. I took photos again. I don't see a lot of changes. And you know what? Week to week, the reality is you might not see a lot of changes because truly what you should be doing is focusing on small changes that are sustainable, that you can keep up for life. So it's literally a lifestyle change. You're like, I'm going to start trying to do this and keep doing this forever. And so when you do that long-term, that's when the changes really happen. So you might not see it week to week. You might not see it after three weeks, but Hey, you know what? After 10 weeks, after 20 weeks, you're sure to see and feel those changes and taking your measurements is another great indicator because I think as great as progress photos can be, I think about me personally and I always remember like, Oh, my midsection. I was like, you know, the stomach, my, my stomach and the lower fat on my stomach. And I'm like, Oh, and so whenever I take a progress picture, that's where my eyes go to. It doesn't go to where I actually necessarily having the progress. And I know, um, genetically speaking, I'm going to lose more body fat in my upper body first and then from my butt and then from my lower body. And so my stomach is really the last thing to change. And yet that's the first thing I'm looking for. And that's how I gauge progress when I look at photos and I'd be like, Oh, look, nothing's happened. Well, guess this isn't working. And that's just not true. But so many of us don't have the ability to step back and look at progress overall. And we just focus on that one area where we're like, Oh, it didn't happen. That means I'm a failure. And so if you can actually be honest with yourself about where progress is happening, because, Hey, you know what? I took my measurements. I know for a fact that, you know, this arm is smaller or this thigh is smaller. And, you know, I've been putting in the work. I've been going to the gym. I've been lifting and eating well, even though the pictures don't necessarily show that right away, the measurements 
are another way to track that progress and to go, Hey, you know what? I know I can't really tell in photos, but this says, this says I've lost whatever. And I think that's just why it's like, it's important to really give yourself a wide variety of ways to track and to, to celebrate. Because I think if you only focus on one method of success, like the scale, you're just going to feel like you're a failure. And especially people think when it comes to weight loss, that you're going to lose weight every single week. And I'm like, that's just really not how that goes. There are some people who, you know, I help them correct one little thing, or we make one little tweak. And every week, their weight is down, you know, a little bit, a little bit. I'm not talking about like five pounds a week. I'm talking about like maybe half a pound a week, maybe a pound, depending on the individual. But like, it's, I was like, wow, that's amazing. Because like, for me at this point in my life to see one pound of weight a week would not be realistic or sustainable. I would be driving myself crazy. And so this is also where it's like, depending how long you've been doing things, depending on what you're changing, depending where your current physique is, you have to be realistic about what it will take to see change. And that is sometimes important and sometimes challenging because what it takes to, you know, get a six pack is not necessarily sustainable or what you're actually willing to do. And that's absolutely okay. I mean, could I get a six pack? Yes. Would it mentally and physically be worth it for me? Absolutely not. I was like, I would be struggling so much with my relationship with food, with energy to train, with energy to work, that it just wouldn't be worth it. Because genetically speaking, how I lose fat means I would, you know, I would be skinny in other places and not necessarily where where I would like to lose weight first. And I've said this to clients before when they're like, oh, you know, I really just want to have visible abs. And I said, there's one point when I was very skinny and I was down to like, I want to say like 125 pounds and I'm five, eight. And that was after two weeks in hospital where they were starving me so I could take a variety of different tests because they didn't know what was wrong with me. And yeah, I, I didn't have like a six pack, but I had like definitely way more ab definition than I do now, but I was 125 pounds. I had noodle arms. I had like really, really skinny legs. I had no butt. I had some like health issues that (laughs) none of that is worth anything to me in terms of, you know, having visible abs. And so I think that just reaffirmed for me that when it comes to how I lose weight, I'm going to have no butt. I'm going to have noodle arms. And then maybe, maybe then Nikki, you'll see a little bit of definition and that's just not worth it. And that's not to say that over time I couldn't, you know, gradually lose fat and have more definition in my stomach area. No, I could definitely do that. But I think that's a, has to be like a long-term goal where it's like, yeah, long-term I'd like to see if I can build more muscle and lose a little bit of fat in a sustainable way where I'm not giving up how I like to live, how I like to eat, how I like to train and sacrificing those things for an aesthetic that really isn't that important to my overall well-being. And so I think this is where you have to assess how you're tracking your progress and if progress is something is truly worthwhile to work towards. And sometimes you're not going to know that until you get really close to that goal and be like, holy smokes, this is not everything I thought it would be. And in that case, it's also okay to make changes to your approach and be like, you know what? I really thought I wanted this 
And now that I'm getting closer to this, I realize that for me to do this and to have this, I need to give up eating out completely. I need to give up alcohol. I need to really cut back on this. And sure, technically I'm able to do all those things, but maybe it's not worth it. Maybe I'm giving up too much of my life in order to achieve something that, well, now that I see in the big picture is not necessarily worth it. So I know that was a little bit of a tangent, but that's kind of why measurements and other ways of tracking things are important. And I have three more ones to go over of how to track your progress beyond the scale. And that is a healthier relationship with food. As a nutrition coach, I'd say 95% of the people that come to me are looking to improve their relationship with food. They are looking to stop overeating, to stop binging, to stop starving themselves or restricting themselves or having lists of good foods and bad foods. And if you are able to work through your challenges with food and your food fears and to improve that relationship, even if the scale doesn't change that much, that is huge. Improving your relationship with food will serve you long term. That's something where I'm like, you eat several times a day. I'm like, most of us eat three times a day, if not more. And so having a positive relationship with food is essential. And yet so many of us disregard that. And all you focus on the scale. Well, yeah, if you eat less, you theoretically will lose weight. But are you doing that healthfully for your mind and body? And chances are, at some point in your life, you haven't. And you can relate to that struggle of, wow, food became the enemy. Food became something that I was really scared of, or, you know, I really was struggling with. And that's when it's like deciding if dieting is the right time for you, if it's, if it's the right time for you to be dieting or really what you should be focusing on is healing your relationship with food. I think that is something that a lot of people negate and unfortunately isn't very helpful or healthful. And so I'd say, think about that, reflect on that and think about the kind of progress you can make there as well. In addition to mental gains, which I think really ties in for me personally with my relationship with food, my relationship with fitness and my body and mental gains are ones where you go, you know what? No one can see those. And sometimes that's frustrating because you're like, no one knows how much happier I am. No one knows how much stronger I am just by looking at me or, you know, just the relationship I have with food, with all of these things and that I, I have joy in my life, that these things bring me happiness and those mental gains, no one will see, but I promise you will feel the difference. You will, your life will overall improve when you focus on those mental gains. Cause you're like, wow, I'm in such a better place. Doesn't matter what the scale says. I know I'm in a better place. And last is endurance. So simple things like when I started my fitness journey, I was so out of shape, like walking up the stairs, I would be winded. I'd be like, oh my gosh, right? Like I'd have to stop sometimes. I'd be, I, and I was like, I don't know, in my twenties when I started. So I was like, wow, that's, that's not a great sight, Nikki. But the fact that I was like, I hopped on the treadmill last week and I ran for half an hour. Like I ran. Okay. Maybe jog in comparison to some other people. But like for me, that was progress. That was something where I was like, I don't, I don't train to run. I don't hop in the treadmill very often to run. And so I was like, wow, everything else that I'm doing in my life, by taking care of my body, by eating well, by exercising and challenging myself that has paid off in endurance to the point where I could get on the treadmill and I could do that for half an hour. And yes, it's hard, but I was mentally and physically able to do it. 
I don't, I mean, if that isn't progress, I, I don't know what is. And so I really challenge you to focus on all the things that bring joy and improve your life. And that might not be the scale. Personally, I'm someone who will not get on the scale unless I am feeling freaking fantastic. Literally, I will get close. I will stand there and I'll go, how am I feeling about my body? Am I feeling sexy? Am I feeling confident? Am I feeling strong? And if the answer is no, then is getting on the scale going to be more detrimental to my overall well-being or is that going to be helpful? Personally, I don't think that's going to be very helpful for me if I'm not feeling my best. And so I won't get on it. But if I'm feeling badass and I go, you know what? I feel freaking fantastic this week and I get on that scale, that number is not going to have any power on me because I already feel so confident and so empowered. And I will be honest, that varies from week to week, truly. So there's some weeks, I mean, I don't weigh myself very often, but if I happen to pass and be like, oh, I wonder... I will ask myself those questions. Is getting on this going to be helpful or hurtful? And if the answer is hurtful, well, then I'm just not going to do it. So hopefully that was some food for thought for you for tracking your progress. Definitely consider different ways to do it beyond the scale. I think that is really important. And don't forget, you can follow me on Instagram at justget.fit or you can email me for one-on-one nutrition coaching at nikki at justget.fit. Thank you so much for listening and don't forget to subscribe.